Today's daf is Bavakama daf Kufches, and we are 11 lines from the bottom of daf Kufches Amid Aleph, Tavu Bailam. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu B'nei Yisrael, Hanasuna Batzara V'ashivya. Today's daf is being learned as a schos Rufuah Shalema for Baruch Yitzchak Eli Melech Ben Nechama and Avram Tzvi Ben Chana Miriam. Today's daf is also being learned for Ilu Nishmas, Henya Freida Bash Reb Shmuel, and Shmuel Yosef Ben Reb Moshe. So, the topic of today's daf is actually a little bit of a digression from the sugyas that we've been learning. It discusses laws related to Shomrim. Now, Shomrim has been a sub-theme of what we've been learning. Hasham Gizelois, an example of which is where somebody is Toiveya of Pikodin that he gave someone to watch, and the person denies having the pekadim. But the topic has not been the laws of Shomrim. It's been the laws of Asham Gezelois, which intersect with the laws of Shomrim. Today's staff is going to deal very much with the laws of Shomrim. Ad kach, that the Rishonim mucha a little bit, why is it that the Gemaras we're about to learn are here in Perak HaGoyzeleitzim, they would seem to belong more in the Prakim and Shas that deal with Shomrim, Parakamafkid, Parakashoyal. Either way, we are going to discuss these laws. Now, as an introduction to today's daf, it's Kedai, I think, to learn the first Mishnah and Parakamafkid. Sech Dispova Metzia, Daf Lamid Gimel Amidbeis, talk about a classic Mishnah. Hamafkid Eitzel Chaveroi Behemo Yikelim. If somebody gives his friend a Behemo or Kalim to watch, this person was watching the behema or the kalim for free. As a result, he's a shoymerchinam. V'nignavu oishe avdu. And the kalim were either stolen or lost. Now, what's the halacha? A shoymerchinam is pater from Geneva Vaveda, stating that he has to swear that, in fact, this thing that he was watching for free was stolen or it was lost. Says the Mishnah, this shoymerchinam refused to... Swear. Instead, Shilin, he paid. Says the Mishnah, Shari Omru, Meaning, the law is that a Shemrechinam has the option to swear and be potter. However, this Shemrechinam chose to pay. He didn't want to swear. So the Mishnah says, Nimtza Ganev, in the event that the Ganev was found, Mishalim Tashlum Ekeifel, he's going to pay Kefal, like every Ganev does. Tavachum Machar, if what he stole was a behemoth, specifically a Shar or a Seh, and he was Tavachum Machar, Mishalim Tashlum Ekeifel, he's going to have to pay. Like every Ganev Tavachu Machar does. Lumi Meshalim says the Mishnah. Who does he pay to? Lumi Shahapikodin Etzloi. He pays it to the Shoimrechinam. Meaning, being that the Shoimrechinam paid for the animal or the item that he was watching, he now becomes the Bailam of the animal. So that if there's a Chi of Kefal or there's a Chi of Da'al Vehei, it's going to go not to the real owner, but instead it's going to be paid to the Shoimrechinam. What would be if the Shoimrechinam exercised his right that he has to swear and he didn't pay? Then the Ganav was found, meaning he swore truthfully. Didn't pay, the Ganav was now found. So what's the halacha? Mishalim Tashlume Kefal, he pays like every Ganav does Kefal. Tavachum Machar, Mishalim Tashlume Arbav Chamisha. The Mishalim, in this case, who does he pay to? Levala Pekadain, he pays it to the original owner, Ad Khan, the first Mishnah 
in Perik HaMafket. Either way. So what does the Mishnah say? That if you have a Shemichino, the item that he was watching was stolen. In the event that he pays for the item, chose not to swear, which was his right to do, but instead decided to pay, he now becomes the bailim of this Pikadin. Thus, if the Ganav is found, the Kefal is going to go not to the real owner of the item, but rather it's going to go to the Shayim Bechina. If the Ganav was Tabachumacha, the Dal Behei is not going to go to the real item, rather it's going to go to the Shayim Bechina. In the event that the Shayim Bechina swore and did not pay, then Nimtza Ganav, the Kefal, is going to go to the real owner. Tabachumacha, the Dal Behei, is going to go to the real owner. Now, the truth is, the halach of this Mishnah is a Chiddush, because how is it that if the Shayim Bechina pays, for the item that was stolen from it, he somehow becomes the bailim, and now any chiyuve kefal or chiyuve dal vehe are going to go to him as opposed to the original owner. Meaning, kefal and dal vehe goes to whoever the owner of the item is. It's very nice to show him paid, he didn't want to swear. A lot of people didn't want to swear. It was very scary to swear, Shvur de Raisa. Bezdin went out of their way to spook the person and try to disincentivize him from scaring, from swearing. But at the same time, he's not the owner. And being that he's not the owner, so why is it that he would be the one that gets the kefal and he would be the one that gets the dalvei? That's something that the Gemara discusses in Perakamafke. There's some sort of kinyan that takes place where the owner of the pekodin is makna the pekodin to the shaymrechinam. When he, out of the goodness of his heart, decides to just make the Bala Pekadon whole rather than exempt himself by squaring. Either way, this is the topic of the first Mishnah in Perikamafke. Our Gemara is going to begin with a case that's not discussed in the Mishnah in Perikamafke, although it's very much Me'inyan Le'inyan, Ba'isa Inyan, and as we will see, the halach of that case was a machlokes Abaya verava, and both Abaya and Rava extrapolated their opinions from the Yukim in this Mishnah that we just learned. The owner of a pekadin was Teveya, the pekadin from his shomer, and the shomer was a shomerchinim. The shomerchinim claimed that the item was stolen, v'nishba, and he swore. Okay, he's off the hook. And then after he swore, he decided to pay. So really, once he swore, he didn't have to pay. But after he swore, he was feeling a little bit guilty. At the end of the day, this person entrusted me. I was supposed to watch it. I know I'm a Shemichinam. I only have to watch a Shmira Pchusa. I'm Pater from Geneva Vaveda. I'm allowed to swear. I was confident to swear. But after all this happened, he decided that he wants to pay. V'hukar HaGanav. And now the Ganav was found. Kefal of me. So who do you pay the Kefal to? Abayo Amalabala Pekadon. Abayah said the Kefal goes to the owner of the Pekadon. Rava Amarava says Lamisha Pekadon Etzloi that it's going to go to the person that is watching the Pekadon. Abayah Amalabala Pekadon. Abayah says that it goes to the owner of the Pekadon. Kibin the Atrochei Beshvor. Being that this Shomer Chinam was Matshriach, the owner of the Pekadon, to come to Bezdin and to have to go through the whole process of the Shvua. Therefore, we assume that the owner of the Pekadon is not Makna the Kefal to the Shomer Chinam. As a result, he's the one that's going to get the Kefal. Rav Amal Misha Pekadon Etzlai, Rav says that it's the Shomer Pekadon that's going to get the Kefal. Kivam the Shilain, because being that at the end of the day he ended up paying, Makna Lekfeilo, we assume that the owner of the Pekadon is Makna any 
kefal that's supposed to come to the Shem Yechina, and it's for that reason, he is the one that's going to get it. So what's the case that Abaya Virova are discussing? They're discussing a case where a Shem Yechina tainted that the item was stolen from him. He swore, thus, at this point, he's potter from paying, but he decided to pay anyways. Now we found the Ganev, and there's a Chiv Kefal, or there's a Chiv Dal Who does it go to? According to Abaya, it's going to go to the owner of the Pekadin. According to Rava, it's going to go to the Shemir Pekadin. Now, why is this different than the cases mentioned in Perakamafkid that we began with? Because in the Mishnah in Perakamafkid, we discussed two cases, both of which are not this case. One case was where the Shemichinam just decided to pay without swearing. The other one was where he swore and he didn't pay. Where he pays without swearing, there the Mishnah says, any kefal da'al is going to go to him. Based on what the Gemara talks about there, we assume that the Bala Pekadin is makna the kefal to the Shemir Pekadin. If he decides to swear and not pay at all, then it's poshit that any kefal da'al is going to go to the Bala Pekadin. You didn't give me the money, why would I be makna the kefal to you? The Machloikas Habayi is a case where the person swore and he paid. So on the one hand, he did forced this person, he was matriachim, to go through the process of the shvur, but at the same time, he ended up paying. Abaya says, being that he was matriachim to go through the shvur, he didn't just give him the money, but he made him take the long scenic route. So it's for that reason, any kefal on Dal Vahey is going to belong to the Baal Pekad, and we assume that he's not makna it to the shaymer. Rabbi says, being that at the end of the day, he paid. So at that point, the Baal Pekad was makna him the kefal. Thus, if you find the Ghan of later, the kefal is going to go to the shaymer Pekad. It says, the Gemara, the Kamnifliki, the Yuka, the Masnis, the Machlaik, the Zabayi, the Rabbi is, had to be medayik, the Mishnah in Perikamafkit. It's not. Now we're going to see the Mishnah in the Vayne Kamafkit. It's a Chavay Behemai Kalim, the Nignavu Oisha Avdu, uh, if the Shem decided to pay and not swear, we know it was the right of the Shem to swear, but he chose not to. Then if you find the who do you pay it to? You pay it to the Shem The Mishnah says, what happens if the person swore and he didn't want to pay? But then we found the who do you pay to? So the Mishnah that we began with in the introduction the Mishnah in Perikamafkid is the Mishnah the Gemara just quoted. Either way, Abaya Daik me Reisha, Rabba Daik me Sefer. Abaya was Medaik the Reisha of the Mishnah, Rabba was Medaik the Sefer of the Mishnah. Abaya Daik me Reisha, Abaya was Medaik the Reisha, the Mishnah, the Ketani, what does it say? Shilin for the In the event that the Shemichinam pays and he chose not to swear, what's Dalacha? Then we say that any Kefal Dalvehe is going to go to him because the Bala Pekadin is Machnet to the Shemim. Time at the Lei Ratzel Why is it that he gets the Kefal and the Dal because he was a Shilem, Veloi Ratzalishava. Ha Nishba, let's say he would be a Shilem, but he also swore, Afal Pisha Shilem, even though he ended up paying, Bemimashalim, who's the money going to go to? The Balapagodin. It's going to go to the Balapagodin. Sabai said it's Meduik from the Reisha of the Mishnah, like I'm saying. When is it that the Shoemer? Pekadin gets to keep the Kefal Dal When do we say this Chiddush that the Balapagodin is Makni Lake Fela? However, exactly that works in Lamdis. That's if it's Shilem, Veloi, Ratzel, Lishava. But if it was Shilem, 
and there was also a shvur, so then the Balapakodin is going to get it. So it says Abai, it's very meduyik what I'm saying. Rava meduyik me sefer. Rava was meduyik from the sefer. Diktani nishba for leirotzel l'shalim. What it's saying the sefer in the event that the person swore and he did not pay. So what's the halacha? Who gets the kefal dal behei? It goes to the owner of the pakodin. Time to leirotzel l'shalim. The reason the Balapakodin gets it is because the shomer didn't pay. Hoshile. But if he would pay, afal pisha nishba. Even if he would have sworn. Still, the halacha would have been Lami Mishalim. Who would we give it to? Lami Shapakadanetzlai. It would go to the Shaymrechinam. In other words, Rabbah said that I think the Seifa is very, very Meduyik, like I'm saying. Because from the Seifa, you see that it's Nishba Shalem that the halacha is, that it goes to the owner. If, however, he was a Nishba, but he wasn't a loyratzel shalim. He wanted to pay. So then, fakir, then it's going to go to the shoyim mechinim. So Abayah was medayik from the reisha. Rabbah was medayik from the sefer. Zok the gemara. Abayah kasha sefer. Abayah isn't the sefer mashma like Rava. Nishba v'loyratzel shalim. It sounds like if it's nishba v'loyratzel shalim, who's it going to go to? It's going to go to the balha. Shoimer, it's going to go to the one that's watching it. I'm like Abaya, so the Gemara says Abaya is going to tell you Hachikani. This is the way you have to read that part of the Mishnah. Nishba v'leirotza l'shalim koydem ashvur. If he swore and he didn't want to pay koydem the shvur elo la'achar shvur, even if he ended up swearing after the shvur l'mi m'shalim, who are you going to give it to the balapakana to the balapakana? Meaning not nishba v'leirotza l'shalim ever. Nishba v'leirotza l'shalim koydem. Hashvua, that's when the halach is. It's automatically going to go to the Balapakadon because even if he ends up paying once he swears, at that point it automatically goes to the Balapakadon. The Rava Kasha Resha. According to Rava, how are you going to understand the Resha? What did the Resha say? The Resha said, Mephorish, that Shilem Velay Then the halach is that it goes to the Shaymer. If, however, he was a shilem, but he also swore. It sounds like then it's going to go to the balapakadim, which is not like Rava. So the Gemara says, "I'm like Rava." Rava is going to tell you, "Hachitani." This is the way you have to read the Rish in the Mishnah. Shilem, if the person paid elo shilem, meaning the person originally had sworn, but then afterwards he decided. Not to be oimid v'shvuasai and use his shvua as a way of getting out of the payment, but fakir, I want to go ahead and pay. At that point, who are you going to pay it to? You're going to end up paying it to the shaymer pekad. And the bottom line is, you can hear the diuk in the Mishnah the way Abayi was medayikit, you can hear it the way Rava was medayikit. Abayi is going to have to be madchik. Rava's diuk, Rava's going to have to be madchik. Abayi's diuk, what is the sikum of the first part of the daf? Mishnah Perakam Afkit says that in the event that there's a Shemichinam, Hutain is Geneva Vaveta. And then we end up finding the Ganif. Who's the one that's going to get the Kefal? Who's the one that's going to get the Dalveh? So the Mishnah says in the event that the Shemichinam paid and he didn't swear, so then he's the one that's going to get the Kefal Dalveh. Based on a Chiddush that we say that the Bala Pekodin is Makna the Kefal, he's Makna the Dalveh to the Shemir Pekodin. If he swore and he decided not to pay, so who's the one that's going to get the Kefal and Dalveh that's going to go for sure to the Bala Pekodin? Machlikas Abayi is, what would be if the person swore and he paid? So on the one hand, he was a Nishba, but at the same time, he was also a Mishalim. 
Does it go to the Bala Pekadin or does it go to the Shemir Pekadin? Abayah says it goes to the Bala Pekadin because being that the Shemir was Matshriach, the Bala Pekadin, to come to Bezdin and to have to go through the whole process of the Shvur, even though the Bala Pekadin is not the one swearing, it's the Shemir that's swearing. But still, there's a tircha to be in court and to get involved in this whole Indian. So that's a reason enough for him not to want to be mocked in the Kvela. Rabbi says at the end of the day, he paid. And once you pay the Balapakadin, at that point, there's a svara that the Balapakadin is going to be mocked any potential kefal, any potential dalbehe that is going to come in that direction. Zokta Gemara Vaiter. Another. Lomdeshe Gemara, and in fact, as we're going to see, this next Gemara we're going to learn will be the topic of the raid, and there's a major Lomdes that we could take with us throughout Shas to be had from this Gemara. Tavu Bailim L'shayim. What happens if the Bailim, the owner of a Pekadim, was Teveya, the Pekadim from the Shayim? So we're dealing with a Shayim Rechinam. V'nishba, and the Shayim Rechinam swore that this item was stolen. So, Hashem Echinam is potter from Gneva Va'aveda, which means if he swears, he's exempt, he's not going to have to pay. So, Hachab and where somebody gave a Pekadon to someone to watch for free, thus he's a Hashem Echinam. The item was stolen, so he claims, and when the owner of the Pekadon was Teveyed from the Hashem he said as such, and he swore, which is what? The halacha says he has to do. For hooker ganiv, and then afterwards the ganiv was found. Meaning, word got out. The ganiv is drengzach in the gas. If the shomer goes over to the ganiv and he says, "Rabid, I understand that you're the one that stole this item from my house. I was the shomerchinam. I was watching it. Now I swore I'm off the hook. But I know you're the ganiv." For and he said, "It's true." Yeah, maskim. I'm the one who took it. Tabu Bailam. Afterwards, the Bailam went and they would teveya him, the kafar, and he says, I have no idea what you're talking about. They have him. And then Adam came and they said that this person, in fact, stole me nifter haganev bahidas shaymer oiloi nifter haganev bahidas shaymer. Is the ganev going to be potter from kefal because he was moidu to the shaymer when the shaymer was tevehim and he said, Yes, I stole? Or is he not going to be potter when he was moidu? To the Shimer. Thus, now when Adam came, he is going to be Chai. So there's a lot to unpack over here. First, let's chazer over the case. The case is where there was a Shimer Chinam who was watching something, and this something was stolen from him. He claimed that it was stolen. He swore. He's now off the off the hook. Mitamol hooker aganif. So the Shimer comes running over to him and he tells him, "I understand that you stole this item." He says, "True, one hundred percent. I'm moid." Now, if a person's murder that he stole, as it relates to the knas, that's what we're going to focus on now, the kefal, chayre, he's a murder by knas, and murder by knas is potter. Now, he was murdered to the shayim. So let's hold that thought. Then the bailam went over to him, and the bailam told him, I understand, you stole my item. Now, you took it from my shayim, but you know, it belonged to me. And he says, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then Adam came. So the question is, is this person chayiv kefal, or is he not chayiv kefal? Now, L'chura, he was moida to the Shimer. When he was moida to the Shimer, he's a moida beknas. Edom came later, moida beknas, v'acha kach bo Edom, we paskin like Rav, is potter. Now, he was moida to the Shimer, but he wasn't moida to the Bala Bekodin. So from that vantage point, he wasn't a moida beknas, v'acha kach bo Edom, therefore, he should be chayef. 
So what's the shayla? The shayla is, is the hoida to the shomer considered a hoida in hilchis moida beknas, so that we should say he's a moida beknas v'achikach bo edem pater, or is the hoida to the shomer not considered a hoida? What did it start in? So, the way Rashi explains the Gemara, the Tzadimar, the only time Moida Beknas is Pater, is if the Haida was to a Baldover. So, if a Baldover is Teveya someone, Knas, and he's Moida to the Baldover, then the Halach is Moida Beknas Pater, Moida Beknas Vachkach Bo Eidim is Pater. If, however, the Haida is done not to a Baldover, so then it's not considered Moida Beknas Pater. So essentially, the Shail of the Gemara is whether a Haida to the Shoimer that already swore, so that really he's off the hook right now, is considered a Haida to a Baldover, so that you'd have the Halacha Moida Beknas Vachkach Bo Eidim Pater. Or not. Nah. Now, what are the stodim of that Shiloh Gufa? So let's try to think about this by ourselves. Should the Shomer be a Baldover or should he not be a Baldover? Now, ordinarily you would think the Shomer is a Baldover, but this Shomer is already off the hook. The reason he's off the hook is because he swore and therefore he's done. So he's added the equation. So now, the it's the Balapakadin that's the Baldover. So if he's there and he's Moida, I could hear that it would be a Moida Bikinaz Pater. What's the tzad that the shoimer should still be considered a baldover? So Rashi explains the tzad is because right now that the item was found, it's likely that the balapakadin is going to go to the shoimer and he's going to tell him, can you please watch this again and maybe this time try a little harder. But the point is, there's a good chance that that's what's going to end up happening. Thus, on some level, we could still hear that his cap that says Shemer on it is something he's still wearing. Thus, he's a Baldover. Thus, the Hoidah to him would be considered a Moida Beknas Pater. But either way, that's the, the crux of the Shiloh. The only time Moida Beknas is Pater is if you're Moida to a Baldover. The question is whether we view the Shemer after he swore still as being a Baldover. We don't see him as being a Baldover. So Amar Rava, Rava said, this is what it depends on. In Be'emes Nishba. If it turns out that whatever the Shemechinam swore, he swore truthfully. So then we'll say that the Ganav is going to be parted from paying Kefal when he was murdered to the Shemer. Because then we view the Shemer as still being a Baldover. And if he's a Baldover, it was a Moida Beknas Pate. In the Shekin Nishba, if, however, what emerges is that when the Shemichinim swore, he swore falsely, then Loi Nifta Aganav Baida, Shemer, then we assume that Ida is not going to be a Haida. Now, first things first, what do you mean in MS, Aishaka? It was clearly MS. He swore that it was stolen, they found the Ganav. So, of course, he was telling the truth. So Rashi, and the way the Achreinim explained Rashi, says, that what we mean is if the nuance of his shvua was Ennis. Meaning we know high level, he swore it was stolen, v'kachave, it was stolen. The question is, when he came to Bezdin and he said it was stolen, what did he say? If he says that this was stolen by Ennis, all of a sudden some guys came wearing masks, machine guns, and they took it away from me. And it turns out that's not really what happened. He was a shtickle paisheya, he was a little negligent. Meaning he got it right, wasn't a shvua sheker, quote unquote. But at the same time, he dramatized it a little bit to make himself look a little better than really he should be looking right now. 
that would be considered a shvor shaker. Shvor's emes means whatever he said is 100% true. And what Rav is saying is that if the shvor was emes, then the hoidot to the shayim is a shayim. If it was shaker, not. And what's the reason? Zakrashi, very simple. If he told the truth, then chances are the Baal Pekadon is going to give it to the Shaymer to watch it again. Again, albeit trial or order this time. So if he's going to continue watching, so then he's a Baal he's a Baal The Hidatim is going to be considered Hidat. In the Shek and Nishba, if however, when he swore, he swore falsely, so then it comes out that really... It, there's a very high likelihood that he's going to find another friend to watch it for him for free, or maybe this time he's going to learn his lesson, he's going to understand you get what you pay for, and you don't get what you don't pay for, so that he won't be the shaymer anymore, and if he's not the shaymer anymore, so therefore the haidatim should not be a haidat. So Rav said, that's to me the hachra. In be'emes nishba, then nifta agana ba'idah shaymer. In be'sheke nishba, lo'i nifta agana ba'idah shaymer. Ba'i Rav, Rav asked the shaylo. Omad lishava be'sheke, v'lo hinichu mal. What would be if this person was about to swear falsely, meaning the Shemichinim was going to swear, and in the last minute they somehow talked him out of swearing. Is he considered a baldover now if the Ganev is found and he's moida to the Shomer who never swore falsely but only because they pushed it, talked him out of it? Is he considered a baldover or not? Is the Hidat him considered a, a moida b'knas? What did it start in? Yeah, he didn't swear b'shaker, but then again he almost swore b'shaker. But at the last minute, he chat not to. So does the Balapakadin trust him moving forward? Does he not trust him moving forward? Is he considered a Baldover? Is he not considered a Baldover? So the Gemara says, take Rav Kahana, Masni Rav Kahana had Rav's halacha as it relates to this whole story, the way we just mentioned it. Rav Tavyoimi Masni, Rav Tavyoimi, however, had it. Hachi had it a little bit differently. The way he had it was by Rav. Rav had it in a Shailah, Nishba Lishakama. Meaning, Rav wasn't even sure if the person would swear falsely, meaning a Shaymechinim, that was Nishba Lishakar. Even then, Rav had it sad that if they find the Ganev, and the Ganev is Moida to the Shaymer, it could be it's going to be considered a Moida Beknas. Meaning, until now, we take for granted. If he swore falsely, for sure he's not a Baldover anymore, because the Baldover is not going to trust him anymore. If he's not a Baldover, you're moidah to someone that's not a Baldover, that's not considered a moidah b'knas. And as a result, it's poshit that you're not going to have the dinner, moidah b'knas potter. But Rav Tavyoimi had a different version of what Rava held. And according to him, Rava wasn't sure. He had it sad that even a regular nishba l'sheker could be, is still considered a Baldover. What would be the reason for that? So Rashi says, the kivon de l'sheker nishba soifoy l'hischaret u'lashalim, because we assume that this person at the end of the day is going to end up paying. Meaning, probably he's not going to be able to sleep at night. And therefore, he's going to end up paying. Therefore, we still view him as being a Baldover. You have to know what the svar is, but being that at the end of the day, he's going to end up paying. So, therefore, we view his tfiyah as being a tfiyah, and therefore, there's still a tzad, that moide b'knash should be part Incidentally, once the shomer pays, as we'll see in the next Gemara, there's more of a svara to say that he should be considered a baldava, right? Because if he pays, then if you find the Ganif, he's the one that's going to be reimbursed. So, Kamuvin, he would be considered a Baldover. Meaning, we're talking about where he was Nishba Veloishile. Oh, he was Nishba Veloishile, so now what makes you a Baldover? When you find the Ghana, who's going to get paid? It's the Baal Pekadon that's going to get paid. So why should you be a Baldover? So the sad that you would be a Baldover is because maybe you'll continue being a Shimer. That was 
the Gemara's first understanding of what Rava's Shaila was, but the extent that the person was Nishbal Sheker, so now we're not going to trust him anymore. What was the Nishbal Sheker? The Nishbal Sheker was where it's true, it was Nignav, but at the same time, he had lied a little bit, he distorted the facts, so he's out of the picture. But to the extent that there's a tzad, that when a person's Nishbal Sheker, he's going to end up paying, so that now would give us another reason to view him as a Baldover, because the minute he pays, so now really, any if the Ganav is found, he's the one that's going to be entitled to be reimbursed, and it's for that reason his Tfir would be a Tfir, either way, two Gersoyes, and how to understand the Gemara, not an easy Gemara, but the Ikri Yusoy that comes out of this Gemara, and this is something we're going to focus on in the Ray, is that to the extent that a Gan, Moide Beknas is Potter, but the only time Moide Beknas is Potter is if you're Moide to a Baldover, but if you're not being Moide to a Baldover, over there you're not going to have the halacha of Moide Beknas Potter. Similar Gemara. Tavu, Bailam L'Shoimer. What happens if the Bailam, with Teveya, the Shoimer, the Shivaim, and the Shoimer paid? So on the previous Gemara, what did the Shoimer do? He swore. In this Gemara, what did the Shoimer do? He paid. He's a Shoimer Chinam. He didn't have to pay to the extent that the item was stolen, but he didn't want to swear, so he ended up paying. Then they found the Ganev, Tavu Bailim, If the Bailim was Teveya and he was murdered to the Bailim, then Tavu Shoimer, and then the Shoimer was Teveya and he was Kaifer. And then Adim came. Nifter Haganev Baidaz Bailim Oiloi. Do we say that the Ganev is going to be part of when he was murdered to the Bailim or not? Now, in this case, it was the reverse, right? Over here, the Bailim was Teveya, the Shoimer, and the Shoimer didn't swear, the Shoimer paid. When the Bailim found the Ganev and he was Teveya, the person was murdered to the Bailim, but then when the Shoimer was Teveya, he was not murdered to the Shoimer. Adam came. The question is, the Hoidah to the Bailim is it considered a murder Beknas, so that even though Adam came later, murder Beknas, or maybe over here, he's not considered to be a Moide Beknas when he was Moide to the Baal. Now let's unwrap this for a second again, O Savenik. Over here, the Shemir paid for it. Once the Shemir paid for it, when you find the Baalim, who's going to be the one that's going to be the beneficiary of whatever you find? It's going to go to the Shemir. Because once the Shemir pays the Baalim, so now if you find the lost item, obviously he's the one that's going to get it. So you can hear that the Baalim is out of the equation. If the Baalim is out of the equation, the Hoidot to the Baalim should Zichir not be considered a so really what we need to justify is what's that sad in the Gemara that if you moid it to the Bailim, it's going to be considered Hoida. So the Gemara explains. Me, do we say, the Shomer can tell the Bailim. Now, why is the Shomer talking to the Bailim? The Shomer is talking to the Bailim because the Shomer doesn't want that the Hoida to the Bailim should be a Hoida because he's going to end up losing out on the Gefal. He would much rather it not be Hoida. So the Shomer is a Baldover to the Bailim, and he's arguing, he just hired a lawyer to defend him in court to make the argument that the Hoida to the Bailim was not really considered a Hoida, because Memorav Shach is going to get the Karen, but he would love to get the Kefal, So do we say that the Shemir can tell the Bailim, Atun, you, keeping the Shaklisu Luchu, being that you took money, meaning I paid you, is Taliktu Luchu So you're gone. You don't belong there anymore. And as a result, the Hoidot, he was not considered a Hoidot. Or maybe Matzi Yomale, he could tell him, Ki Heichi Da'at Avdeslan Milsta. You did me a solid. You went with Nimishur Sadin. You could have sworn and gotten off the hook, and instead you decided that you wanted to pay me. No, Ananami of Dinalach. We want to repay the favor. And we wanted to 
see if we could track down the Ganev so that you could be made whole. Meaning, Torchino Bosse Ganva. We were Matriach to try to find the Ganev. Is Shokalno Anondi Don. We took ours when you made us whole, Ushkol Atidach, and now you take yours. But the point is a little bit dramatic, is that we are a Baldover. And the reason we're a Baldover is, is because we don't want this outstanding favor. And you were very kind to us, and we want to be kind to you. And our desire to be kind to you and to make sure that you're whole makes us a shtickle over here. As a result, we're a Baldover. If we're a Baldover, so the Haida to us would be considered a Haida. Zaktigemara. We're going to have to wait for Yoah Tishbi to know the answer to this question. But the bottom line is, this is the Lundus here. The Lundus is that really once the Shimer pays, so the Shimer should be the Bailam and the Bailam shouldn't be the Bailam at all. But there is a Svara that they want to repay the favor that the Shimer did for him. And that gives them a Cheshemishpa title that says, I'm a Baldova over here. And as a result, the Hidat them would be considered a Hidat. What happens if uh, Pekadon was stolen and it was stolen Ba'inus? So, usually when a Pekadon is stolen, by definition, it was not Ba'inus. In fact, when you talk about the different classes and the different Madregas and Shmira with regards to the Dalit Shemrin, so a Shemrinam is potter from Gneva Va'aveda. And he's potter from Einstein. A Shem Mesachar is chayiv in Gneva Vaveda. He's potter from Einstein. A Shoyal is chayiv even in Einstein. But Shem Mesachar is chayiv in Gneva Vaveda. He's potter in Einstein. Meaning, when an item is stolen from a Shemer, by definition, we view it as not being an Einstein. That's why a Shem Mesachar, who's potter from Einstein, is still going to be chayiv in Gneva Vaveda. An onus is when it's completely out of your control. If you have something in your house and the thing was stolen, so although we don't view in halacha the shomer as having been negligent, that's why a shomer is part of Gneva Vaveda, but at the same time we don't view that as, as being an onus. So nignava ba'onus has to be an oikimta. So what would be the oikimta? So Rashi says the oikimta would be balista mezuyin, where armed robbers came and they stole it from you. So it was stolen, quote-unquote, but at the same time, you're an oinus, because what are you going to do? Put up a fight? You're not going to win. So that's considered a case of nigna v'ba'inus. If you look at Toysvah's Dibra Maschel, nigna v'ba'inus, Toysvah says, Nira, de ein shum geneva kruya oinus, ela belistam nezoyim, bishmak. Kid appears per kuntris, v'chein muchach l'il ba'koinus. So Toysvah says, I want you to know that what Rashi says is not just a kigoyin, it's It's not just an Kimta. This is the only case. Nearer the ancient Gneva Kruya Oynes Elabalista Mizuin. The bottom line is Nigneva Oynes was very clearly talking about where this was a list of Mizuin. Okay. The Hukara Ganev, and then the Ganev was found. Amr Abayas. Abayas says it's false. Im Shaymachinam, who, if this Shaymer that we're talking about was a Shaymachinam, Ratza Oysi Imoidin, Ratza Nishba. He has two choices. If he wants, he can track down this Ganev, which sounds like it's a little daunting and a little dangerous. Again, we're talking clearly about Lister Mizoyan. But if that's something he would like to do, a person has Bechira. So it's something he has the right to do. So if this is his interest, so he could be Oise Imoyedin. Ratza, if he wants, he doesn't have to. He could just be Nishba. He could just swear, and he could say that it was stolen, which is the MS, and he could be off the hook. 
and let the Balapakadin go track him down. Im who, if however he is a Shaymasakh, says Abaya, Oisi Imoidin, the Aino Nishba. He has a chiyuv, he has a responsibility to go track down the Ganav, meaning once you know where the Ganav is, and he cannot swear. Now, ordinarily, uh, Shaymasakhar, if the item was stolen from him, doesn't swear. Gneva, he's chayiv in Gneva. But we're talking about where it was Nigneva Bainus. And being that it was Nigneva Bainus, so really, although it's Gneva, but it's also Oynus, and this Shem Mesacha really also could swear Oynus, and as a result, he's going to be potter. But says Abaya, this that a Shem Mesacha could swear Oynus, that's only if you don't know where the Ganav is. But once you know where the Ganav is, then you have no choice. You have to track down the Ganav. So this is a very, very big Chedesh. Although a Shem Mesacha ordinarily could Taina Oynus swear, be off the hook, says Abaya that's only true if he doesn't know where the Ganav is. But if he knows where the Ganav is, his chiyuve shmira amechayev him to be oisi imaydin and go ahead and return it. Why? Let me just say oinus, I could swear I'm going to be off the hook. That's true if right now there's no other etzah. But to the extent that you could be oisi imaydin, even though, who are you taking to court? It doesn't matter. This is something that you're going to be obligated to do. A Shemichinam not. A Shemichinam has the choice. Obviously, Ratzah Nishba. A Shemichinam is different. So we know there's different levels of Chiyuvim that a Shemichinam has versus a Shemichinam. On the simplest level, what's the difference? A Shemichinam is Patek Gnei Vaveda. Shemichinam is Chayv Gnei Vaveda. How does that define the Chiyuv Eishmira? A Shemichinam, we know from Bavakama has to do only a Shmira Pchusa, as opposed to a Shem Mesachar, he has to do a Shmira Meula. But here you see another knech, another difference between a Shem Echinam and a Shem Mesachar. And that is, forget about the Shmira. The Shmira was something that was out of their control anyways. This all happened by Oynes. But in terms of right now, what's my responsibility? Do I have a Chiv to find the Ganev, sue him, take him to court to return the item? When it's an oinus or not? For a shaymesacha, the answer is yeah, a bayashita. For a shaymechinam, the answer is no. So this is another nafkamina between a shaymechinam schiv and a shaymesacha schiv. And again, to be clear, this is a nafkamina that doesn't rear on the ikr chiyuve shmira, because it was an oinus. And an oinus is something that no one has to watch for. Only a child is chayiv and oinsim, because we see him as a bailam, kalanah shalai. But in this case, as it relates to what my responsibility is, it's going to be a nafkamina between a shemichinam and a shemizachah. This is shita by Rav. I'm a Rav says, Echazev, Echazev, Oise imoidin ve'enoi nishba. Rav says, I agree with the chiddush you abaya are saying by a shemizachah, but I'd rather hold this true for a shemichinam also. Even for a shemichinam, the Allah is that if you don't know where the ganav is, then you can swear. But to the extent that you know where the ganav is, so then the halach is, Oise imoidin, you're obligated to go, sue the person, ve'enoi nishba, and you can't get away with swearing. The Rav Huna Bar Rabin. It would seem that Rava is not like Rav Huna Bar Rabin. The Shalach Rav Huna Bar Rabin. Rav Huna Bar Rabin sent the following telegram. This is what it said: Nignav Ba'inis. In the event that there was a Shimer and the Pekadim was stolen, and it was stolen Ba'inis. The Hooker Aganiv and. We now found the Ghan of Imshay Mechinam, who, if he's a Shay Mechinam, Ratsa Isi Maidin, Ratsa Nishba, he has two choices. He could either sue the person, get the item, and return it to the owner, or he could just swear that it was stolen, it was stolen by Inus, and he's going to be off the hook. Imshay Mechinam, who, if he's a Shay Mechinam, Isi Maidin, then he doesn't have two choices. Then he has 
to go, find the Ganev, get the item, and return it. He can't get away with swearing. Who said this? This is Abaya, word for word. So the Gemara says, Lame pliga de Rabunu by Rabin, it would seem that Rovo, who said not this way, he said, even the Shemichinim as I see my din, is not like. Rav Huna Bar Abin, Amalach Rav, Rav is going to tell you, no, you know what Rav Huna Bar Abin was talking about? He was talking about where the person swore already, where the Shaymachinam swore, where the Shaymachinam swore, and then afterwards it was Hukar Aganev. That's when there's this distinction. That's when we downgrade the responsibility of the Shaymachinam and we say, oh, Shaymachinam that swore and now it's Hukar Aganev. He's off the hook. He doesn't have to deal with it. The Shaymachinam that swore now that it's Hukar Aganev, it's the Shaymachinam's responsibility to be Oysin Imoidin. But if it was Kaidim Deshvua, even the Shaymachinam is not going to have a right to go Lekatchil and swear, but he's going to be treated the same way the Shaymachinam is treated and he's going to have to be Oysin Imoidin. So the Gemara says, it's a nice terret. I mean, you have to know the Lundus of all this, but yeah, that's true for everything in today's now. But at the very least, it doesn't even stim in the words. Why? Because what did Rav Huna Barabin say? Right? We're talking about someone that didn't swear yet. So how could you tell me? So the Gemara says, as it relates to the Shemeshinam, he has a choice. He could be Oymid Bishfuasai. He could just say, I swore, I'm off the hook, I cleared my conscience, I could go home now, I don't have anything to worry about anymore. If he wants, he could voice Imidin. The Shemeshacha doesn't have that option. Even though he swore already, he has to go weiter. He needs to go, and he has to fight on behalf of the Balapakadim, and he has to return his item. One last Gemara related to Shaiman. Rabbi Zuti, Rabbi Zuti had the following question. What happens if there's a Shaiman, and the Pakadim was stolen from the Shaiman? It was stolen by Oynes. And then the Ganev went, and he returned this stolen item by Oynes, to the shimer. Umesa Bepshia. And then the animal, that's clearly what it was, died, and it died Machmas Pshia of the shimer. What's the Shailah? Is the shimer going to be Chayev, or is the shimer not going to be Chayev? Me and Rina, do we say, Kimba the Nignav once this item was stolen by Inus, at that point, Kayula Shmirasa, he's always shimer. And if he's always shimer, so the fact that he's Pesheya, who cares? I'm not a shimer. If you put something in my Rishos, and I never accepted Shmira, and then I'm Peshay, and something happens, so if I'm Mazik, okay, I'm another Mazik, but if I was a Mazik, why should I be Chayev? Now, it's true, I was a Shimer, but once it was stolen, Ba'inus, at that point, I'm off the hook, it was Kosala Shmirasa, so it was Kosala Shmirasa, even though you returned it, and I didn't do me, I was never Makabal Shmira, moving forward, I'm going to be Pata, I don't keep in the Hadra, Hadra Lishmirasa, could be once it's returned, it automatically is Hadra Lishmirasa, again, so much lumbness in today's that what is the Gemara say, Teiku. The bottom line is, this was a daf that really could have very easily been in Perakamafkid, as we said in the beginning of the daf, in Perakashoyo, maybe some other place in Shas. Why it's in Agoizel Eitzim, Ayin Beshitim Kubetzes, who brings different Mahalchim from the Rishonim. Either way, we are going to stop here and speak out one Ha'ara. And the one Ha'ara that we're going to speak out is a Ketzois. So, the Gemara had a Shiloh with regards to who tainted Geneva and he swore that in fact this item was stolen. 
the Shomer goes over to the Ganev and he tells him, you're the one who stole this item that I was watching. He said, it's true. It was me. He was Moita. Then the Bible went over to him, was him, and he said, you're the one who stole my item that somebody was watching for me. He says, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then Adam came and said that in fact he stole it. So the Gemara had a Shiloh, different nuances of the Shiloh, but high level, the Shiloh was, do we say that when the Ganev was Moida to the Shemachina, he was a Moida Beknas, and as a result, he's going to be Potter from Kefa. And even though Adam came now and said that he's a Ganev, Thus, there's Adam being made that he's Chayiv Kefal, but Maida Beknas Fachakach Bo Adam Potter. Or do we say that although he was Maida, but he was Maida to the Shoimer? And being Maida to the Shoimer is not considered a Hoida. If he would have been Maida to the Bailim, it would have been a Hoida, but the case was where he was Kaifer to the Bailim. And being that his Hoida was to the Shoimer, it's not considered Maida Beknas. Thus, when Adam comes, the Allah is, he's going to be. Now, what would it study them in the Gemara? Whether the Haidah to the Shemesh should be considered or should not be considered Haidah. So it depends on which Gerson the Gemara you go with. But the bottom line is, the Shaila was, do we view the Shemer as a Baldover? Or do we not view him as a Baldover? But Muscharishan, you would think he's not a Baldover. He swore, he's Potter. At this point, he's not a Shemer anymore. Yeah, but it could be now that we found the item, it's the Bala Pekodin is going to ask him to watch it again. Thus, maybe he is considered a Baldover. But the bottom line is, the Shaila of the Gemara is really whether we view the Shaymer as being a Baldover or whether we don't view him as being a Baldover. What underpins the Shaila of the Gemara is a Yisoid. And that is that although we know the Halacha, Moide Beknas Potter, Moide Beknas Vachakach, Boeden Potter, but that's only true if the Haidah was to the Baldover. So that the Baldover goes and he's Tevea Yid and he tells him, You stole from me. And he says, I did. Ah, guess what? At that point, he's going to be Potter. When are you Chai? But Aidim come and Aidim are the ones that initiate this Indian and this idea that you're a Ganev. But to the extent that you're Maida by yourself, you're going to be Potter. But that's only true if you're Maida to the Baldover who is Tevea you. But if you're Maida to somebody else, that's not considered umaydav aizav yeruchem. Over there, you're not going to have the Allah of umaydav aknas potter. Toshteit in the Gemara. The Ktsais in Simen Pei Aleph Yod. And the Chumas Akri, who of course was the brother of the Ktsais, the Valkuntras Asfekis, in Simen Aleph Aleph. This is the very first Chumas Akri. Shneim Nishavnu, the two brothers, were Mechavn to the same Kasha. That is, we had a Gemara. The Gemara was a classic. There was a story with Rabbi Gamliel. He caused his Eved, Tavi, to become blind. And he was so pumped. He was so happy. Now, he caused Tavi to be blind and he was besimcha. Yeah, the reason he was besimcha is because we know Tavi was a chacham, Tavi was a kosher, and he would have loved to have been the shachar Tavi. The problem is, I'm a shachar But now that he just caused him to be blind, so he's going to be yoytzev v'shem v'ayim. And he's so besimcha about what happened. Lots of the Rabbi Yeshua, so Rabbi Gamliel met Rabbi Yeshua. Amalai told him, Don't you know the what happened? You heard the news? Tavi's going free. I'm like, Lama. He says, I had that happen. He says, what do you mean? I punched him in the eye and it worked. He's blind and as a result, he's going to go free. I'm like, Rabbi Yeshua told Rabbi Gabriel, I hate to say this, 
What you said is meaningless. Why? Because there's no Eidim, and you were just, on your own, the one that was my dear us of what happened. Here, a Maida Beknas, Shem Vayan is a Knas, Maida Beknas is going to be puffed. Now, the Gemara brought it there in the discussion of the Machoikis, Rav and Shmuel, where the Maida Beknas, Vachakal Kapo, Edom is puffed, or Achayev, Shuas Lashon was, Ain by Edom, it sounded like if Edom would come later, even though Rav Gamliel was already Maida Beknas, could be then he would be Chayev, which was a Kashan Rav, which is the Sugi over there. Oh, but this is the classic story of Rabbi Gamliel, who was a Maida Beknas when he told Rabbi Yeshua, he met him at the gas, and he said, that you know, and when he said those words, he was married to the Knas. And Freyt the Trumasakri, if the Allah is that the only time a person is married to the Knas, is if the Baldova was Teveya him, and the Hoida was to the Baldova, Tavi wasn't Teveya. Rabbi Gamil was walking. He was Samer Simcha Gedaila. He bumps into Rabbi Yeshua. He tells him, Did you hear the news? There's no Tvi over here. There's no Tavi over here. So what's going on? And the Ktsai says that even from the Loshan, just the way Rabbi Gamil is referring to Tavi, he's talking about him, Baloshan Nister, as if he's probably by the doctor now, but he's not here. And as a result, it doesn't sound like he's Bifanenu. And if he's not Bifanenu, so what was the Havamin in the Gemara? That this t- should be a Shailah Moed Beknas. Now, the Gemara that talks about it was Chutz Then, anyways, the Gemara has issues with it, but this is not one of them. Freyk the Ktsois, Freyk the Chumas at first glance, this whole Sugi here, and I endow on the base, this Maisa should be dead on arrival. Thus, Hotis with Moed Beknas Potter, if there's a Din, Kimavur, in Bavakama, Kufches on the base. That the halacha is that moida beknas is potter only if it's done in the presence of the teveh. So the ksai says like this: Toisvis on daf kufches hamibeis and unzur esugio. He asks a moida gekasha in pshatov. So the gemara had a question: What happens if somebody gives a pekodim to a shaymechinam to watch the shaymechinam tainis gneva? He swears and then afterwards hooker aganef and the. Uh, Shoimer, Chinam, is Tevea the Ganev, you stole, and he says it's true. And then the Bailam is Tevea the Ganev, you stole, and he says it's not true. And then Adam come. What was the Shiloh? The Shiloh was, is the Ganev going to be Chayv Kefal, or is he not going to be Chayv Kefal? Do we say when he was Moida to the Shoimer, he's a Moida Beknas Potter? Or maybe that doesn't make him into a Moida Beknas Potter. Frey Toysfus, that why did the Gemara only discuss this Shiloh as it relates to the Kefal? What about the Keret? What's that luck of someone's moida that he owes somebody money? Hoidas baldin is dami. Says Taisvis, Lachura, the Gemara could have asked the same exact Shaila as it relates to the Karen. Meaning, if the Shaymechinam is Taveya the Ganav, and he tells him, you stole, and he says, yeah, which is what happened, and then the Bailam is Taveya, and he says, no, is he going to be Chai of Karen, or is he not going to be Chai of Karen? If the Shoimachinam is a Baldavar, so then it's Hoidas, Baldin Kameya Edim Dami, then he's going to be Chayev Karen. If the Shoimachinam is not a Baldavar, then it's not considered a Hoidat to the Baldavar. As a result, it's going to be no Hoidas, Baldin Kameya Edim Dami. So, Freik Toysfis, why was the Shailah of the Gemara only with regards to the Kefal, the Moida Beknas, the same exact Shailah the Gemara could have had with regards to the Karen. If the Shoimer is a Baldava with regards to Moida Beknas Pater, then he's a Baldava with regards to Hoidas Pater, Kimi Eidam Dami. If he's not a Baldava as it relates to 
And he's not about the as it relates to the Asmati Kimi Eidim Dami. And Toysva says a Pshat Hava Teretz to try to get out of this Kasha. Says the Ktsois. Shteito and that Toysva is a Meir de Gazach. That the same Chiddush that it's Mavur in the Gemara, that the only time you say Meidah Beknaz Pater is if you Meidah to the Baldover is true, with regards to Hoidah Asmati Kimi Eidim Dami. That the only time we say Hoidah Asmati Kimi Eidim Dami is if you're Meidah to the Baldover. But if you're not Meidah to the Baldover, then that's not going to be the case. And the Ktsois says that if you take a look in the Shach, in Simon Peyalif and Sifchav, so he talks and he brings different Rishonim. It sounds like this Toysvah says the Ktsois of Meirid Gachidish. But the bottom line is, Doshteito and that Toysvah. Shneito and that Toysvah. That just like you see in our studio, you say that the only time Meirid Gachidish is part is if you Meirid to a Baldover. So too, Haidas Badin Kimeidim Dami works the same way. It's governed with the same principle. That the only time something's going to be considered Haidas Badin Kimeidim Dami is going to be to the extent that it's to. The Baldover. But if it's not to the Baldover, then it's not going to be the Allah. Zokdik Tzois, that it's Yitachin. It's Yitachin. That Tzois was held. That it had to be that way. Because the Emes is, why is it that Moida Beknas, Potter, is only true if you're Moida to a Baldover? But if you're not Moida to a Baldover, that's not going to be the case. It's not clear. It says the Tzois, I hold Tzois was held. It's based on the fact that Hoidah's Baldin Kameya Edom Dami is only true if it happens to a Baldover. Why? He says, What's the Makar that Moida Beknas is Potter? Asher Yashion Elohim, Pratlum Marshia is Atzmoy. Moida Beknas is Potter because it's state the halacha that if a person is Marshia is Atzmoy, then the halacha is you're going to be Potter. The only time you could be a Moida Beknas Potter is if you're a Marshia is Atzmoy. But to the extent you're not a Marshia is Atzmoy, then you're not going to be Potter. Tais was held that the reason Moida Beknas not to a Baldover is not a Moida Beknas Potter is Gufa because Haidah Spadin Kameya Edim Dami not to a Baldover is not Haidah Spadin. So if you're Moida to someone that's not a Baldover, Dos is Nit Kain Haidah Spadin Kameya Edim Dami, Dos is Nit the Mashiach Satsmoy. If it's not a Mashiach Satsmoy, then you don't have the Ptura Moida Beknas. Moida Beknas Potter is the Taich, where if I have a Haidah that ordinarily would be Haidah Spadin Kameya Edim Dami, then in the context of a knas, we say a of eyes of Yeruchim. Then we say Maid of a knas potter. But the point is, it starts off by saying that what you just did was being Marshias Atzmai. You're Marshias Atzmai. In this context, you're going to be potter. A bezotic tzais, tzais was held, not that because Maid of a knas is potter when it's not. Only to a Baldover, therefore he does Baldin. It's just the other way around. It's a chicken and the egg. First came Idas Baldin. It's Muchrach from the fact that Moide Beknas has to be to a Baldover, that Idas Baldin also has to be to a Baldover. Because that's the Svara. The reason why Moide Beknas is only part when it's to a Baldover is because that's the only time you're Mashiach Satsmai. And the reason that's the only time you're Mashiach Satsmai is because Idas Baldin Kameya Edom Dami is something that you only say to when it's to Baldover. In other words, the Iker Din of this Sugya here in Kuf Days is that Oidah's Badin Kimei Edom Dami has to be to the Baldover. Once I know that, so then I know Maidah Beknas Pat is also only when it's to a Baldover. Because Maidah Beknas is Pat when your Mashiach is Atzmai, which is when you're in the context of Mom and Oidah's Badin Kimei Edom Dami, which is when it's to a Baldover. So the question is now, Hagufa, why is it that Oidah's Badin Kimei Edom Dami has to be a has to be to a Baldover? So the Ksois in two places says different Mahalchem. In Pei Aleph, Sivkotn Chav Beis, Ayin, the Haggoyes from Rav Jimmy Trofsky, says that the reason is, because what's the Makar that Hoidos Baldin is Kamei Edom Dami? So Rashi says, Mesech Tis Kedushin, Dav Samachem, Beis, Kiyadua, it's learned out 
from the fact that it says in the Torah, Ki It's learned out from the parasha Moedah B'Mikzas. What's the Allah Moedah B'Mikzas? Manali B'Yadcha. He says, I don't know. Oh, you a money? I owe you 50 zuz. So the Allah is the 50 zuz you have to pay. And on the other 50, you have to swear, Shmuz Moedah B'Mikzas. It says in the Torah, Ki And from there we learn this whole halacha. Now, why do you have to pay the 50? Why is that something you're obligated to pay? Oh, because Hoidos Patiris Kameidim Dami. This was yesterday's daf, Ir of Parashir's Kosov Khan, the Makar to the halacha of Hoidos Patin Kameidim Dami. Either way, says the Ksais. So, what's the Makar Hoidos Patin Kameidim Dami? It's learned out from Shvos Maidim Amiktas. In the Sugis of Maidim Amiktas, all the Rishayim say the only time a person swears Shvos Maidim Amiktas, this is Shnai Mechsim 101, is when the Toiveya comes and he is toiveya from the nitva. He says, you owe me a mana. And then the person comes and he says, I owe you a half a mana. Then you have shvuz maidim amiksas. But if there's no tviya, then there's no shvuz maidim amiksas. So Zoktik Tzai is pasha. He says, if the makar toidos badin kimei edim dami is from ki yuzev vu by maidim amiksas. And maidim amiksas, so there's a tviya from venin, from the baldavar. So hoidos badin kimei edim dami, kamuvin is only going to be in that kind. This is what the Tzai says in pay. Aleph Chavbez. But in this Ktsois, here in Pei Aleph Yod, the Ktsois has a Derech Acheres. Over here it goes a little bit differently. He says the reason why the Hoidah has to be to the Baldova, and if it's not to the Baldova, it's not going to be Hoidah, but then Kimei Dami, is because otherwise the person that's being Moide is going to be able to say, Meshatani Bach. He could tell him it wasn't a real Hoidah. Now, just to be clear, the Sugya in Shulchan Aruch of Hoidah, but then Kimei Dami is Cheshemish, but Simon Pei Aleph. If you go through the Shulchan Aruch, just read the Mechaber Ramah, if you go through it, what you're going to see is that what underpins this whole simon is that Haidas Baldin sometimes is Kamei Edom Dami and sometimes it's not. It depends on whether we assume this was a sincere Haidah or it was an insincere Haidah. Sometimes a person comes over to you and says, you know, you owe me a chlesa. She says, yeah, vader. Garnish has no chashivas. Why not? Because Meshatani Bach. You know, a Meshugana Tviya begets a Meshugana response. And by the way, most Hoidos, Padin Kimei Edom Dami cases fall into that category. So if you come later and you say, I was just chapping with the guy, you know what? You're believed. There's only certain instances when a person does not have the ability, does not have the capacity to say Meshat That's why the Rishonim say, for example, Hoidos, Padin Kimei Edom Dami has to be in the presence of Edom. And you have to tell the Edom, Atemeidai. There's a whole Shulchan Aruch of how this works. But the bottom line is, is that what underpins Aydas Badin Kimei Edom Dami is the only time we say it is when there's no time of Meshat Anibach. So says the Ktsois, it's Mestaber, that Tois Vizel, that if a person's murder to Pliny and not directly to the Taiveya, that's an Enlucha Meshat Anibach Kedai Lamizu. If you come out, you owe me money, and I say I do. That's, you're living dangerously if it's not true, right? But if you're going to say it to a Pliny Almighty, so over there, that's a classic example of Meshat Anibach. So the Ktsois in Pei Aleph Yud says that what's the reason that Hoidos Vatin Kimei Edom Dami has to be to the Baldover is because otherwise you're going to have a classic time of Meshat Anibach. So the Ktsois Lafizeh, you could say Hafla Vafela Mamish. That Shulchan Aruch in Simen Pei Aleph Siv Dalit says that what happens if somebody goes over to his friend and he chops something from him. He's in his house, he opens up the brake front and he steals his Zilbenabacher. And then he goes over to him and he tells him, you know, you owe me $5,000. And he tells him that, I don't owe you 5000 but I owe you 2500 which happens to be the value of the Becher that he's holding. In that case, the halacha is, 
Even if he didn't say Atem Eidai and he didn't check off all the boxes to have a proper Hoidah Spadim Kimei Eidem Dami, we're going to say Hoidah Spadim Kimei Eidem Dami and he's not going to be able to say Meshat Anibach. And the reason is because if this person is holding on to your money and you're telling him that you owe him the money, this is not Meshat Anibach. So in that case, you can't have a time of Meshat Anibach. Meshat Anibach works in a regular time of anything. But to the extent that the Teveya is right now Teufus, he's Machsik in this Ach, so then you don't have the time of Meshach and Yebach. So, Tiktois, Lefizeh, Yeishloimah, that's the Teretz to the Kasha. What was the Kasha? It's before in our Sugyum, Bava Kamakuf Chesam and Beis. That the only time Moedah B'Knas is part is if you Moedah Tirabaldav. But if you're not Moedah Tirabaldav, you're not going to have the Allah of Moedah B'Knas part. Afraid Tiktois, Afraid Tiktois, Afraid Tiktois, Afraid Tiktois, who was Simas, ain't Tavi Avdi, Vayasameach, Simchug Yabdoyla. And then he met Rabbi Yeshua and he told him, You heard the news? And he says, Ah, oh, it's too late, because you're Moedah B'Knas Pater. Is the Kasha is, Tavi wasn't there, there was no Tviya. And if that's the case, if Tavi's not there, it wasn't it about Dover, if it wasn't it about Dover, you're not going to be a Moedah B'Knas. So, why is it that Moedah B'Knas has to be a Tua Baldover? It's because Hoidah's Baldin has to be Tua Baldover. Kimavur and Toysviz, Kufchas on the base. Why does Hoidah's Baldin have to be Tua Baldover? It's because otherwise you could tie in a Meshatani Bach. But the only time you could say Meshatani Bach is if the person is not Machsik. But to the extent that he's Toyfus and the Zach, the Toyveya has a Tfis in it, then there's no time of Meshatani Bach. Where Abgamil was Mesamatain in Tavi Avdi. And right now Tavi goes free. Who is Muchsik in Tavi? Tavi's Muchsik in Tavi. And Evid is always considered a Muchsik Ba'atzma. Say he was Toyfus Ba'atzma. He was a Muchsik Ba'atzma. And to the extent that he's a Muchsik Ba'atzma, so right now there's no time of Meshatani Bach. If there's no time of Meshatani Bach, so it comes that you want Mashiach's Atzma. If you're Mashiach's Atzma, so that's why the Allah is, you're going to have Moedah B'Knaz Pater, even though it wasn't done, B'Fnei the Baldover. I mean, the reason Moedah B'Knaz has to be in the presence of the Baldover is because you need that it should be a Mashiach's Atzma. That's the Nakuda. Mashiach's Atzma, meaning you shouldn't have the ability to say Meshatani Bach. The Shulchan Aruch says that if the Tevei is Muchzik, you lose the ability to say Meshat Anibach. That means you automatically are Mashiach Zatzmai. That means when Rabbi Gamliel was Maida, that he was Sima, when he was Sima, ain't Tavi Avdoi, he was a Mashiach Zatzmai. If he was a Mashiach Zatzmai, you can have Maida, you can ask But the Ktsayish Shasfir Zayis, he says, this is all good in Taisvis. Taisvis who holds that this halacha of the Haidah for Maida Baknas Pata has to be in the presence of Adavar is true, not just for Maida Baknas Pata, it's true for Haidah, but in Kimi Dami. Then we can say the reason Gufa that Moed Beknas Pater has to be to a Baldover is because it does, but in Kimi Edom Dami has to be to a Baldover because you need for it to be a Chetza Mashiach Sa'atzmoy and then we can come out with this Moed Beknas Pater and that is that if you were to have a Hechatimza where the Moed Beknas was not to a Baldover but in Hilches Haidas Baldin you would have been considered a Mashiach Sa'atzmoy Lomoshol with a Teveya as Muchzik like the case of Tavi, so over there, you would have the dinner Maidah B'Knas Pater, even though it wasn't done to the Baldover. But what are you going to do for all the other Rishayim? All the other Rishayim who hold that this halacha, that Maidah B'Knas Pater has to be dafka, that it's only Maidah B'Knas that has to be to the Baldover. But Aydas Patin doesn't have to be. If that's the case, the two halachas have nothing to do with each other. That means Maidah B'Knas is not because you have to be a Marshiyah Sass. It's not din. It's not din. That Maidah B'Knas has to be to the Baldover. When Rabbi Gamil said that he was Misama, the ayin of Tavi Avdoi, it wasn't in the presence of Tavi. And if that's the case, case it's Hadri Kushal Adukte and the Ktsois fears Ois, it's Sorich Iun Bechalze. He blives Sorich Iun with this Kasha, and we will stop there.